Welcome to the Wood Podcast, where we explore solutions to some of the world's most critical challenges in energy and the built environment. This is the first in our Power of Partnership series, where we're discussing how disruptive and innovative working models can be the key to unlocking new and transformative solutions. My name is Colin Ross, and I'm delighted to be your host for today. And I'm also really happy to introduce two guests that I've got joining me for this session. Firstly, I'd like to introduce you to Craig Shanahy. And Craig is Woods President of Operations for Europe, Middle East and Africa. And also joining Craig is Katie Heidenreich. And Katie is Supply Chain and Operations Director for OG UK, the leading representative body for the UK offshore oil and gas industry. And Wood is a long-standing member of OG UK, so I'm really delighted to have Katie and Craig with us today. In the session, we'll be exploring the changing dynamic in the UK energy sector. And it's grappling with the need to balance an acceleration towards net zero, while at the same time ensuring that we continue to have security of supply and continued production from the UK continental shelf. Now to achieve both those goals and to get to a cleaner and brighter future, we have to work together in new ways and explore how we can redefine client and supplier relationships. And so that's where I'd like to start today. And Craig, if I can come to you first, I wanna explore this idea of partnership and collaboration. They're obviously well coined terms that perhaps there would be a feeling that they've lost some of their intent. So why does working in partnership mean something different to you? Certainly different than a lot of the way we're currently working. I think we need to move away from, from transactional, uh, move away from delivering an overly defined service to, to really working together to create better solutions and indeed better possibilities. I think our traditional working relationships have their limits. I think we would all agree that. And a lot of that's constrained by legacy contract models and delivery models and the cultural behaviors driven by those. What we are certainly seeing within Wood is our clients, our markets, and indeed the world is, is changing so rapidly, uh, whether it's digital technology or, as you said earlier on, transition to net zero. And then we've got the pandemic, I think, which further driven the need for agility. We need to do things differently and we need to evolve and, and fast. Uh, I believe the best way we can do that is together, together with our clients, harnessing a collective capability, enabling really a transformative shift in the value created. And all this for me requires the power of partnership, commitment, accountability, and trust. Yeah, thanks very much, Craig. That's a, a, a great starter. Katie, you've got the advantage of looking right across the industry and, and having that kind of helicopter view of what's going on in the UK. Uh, tell us what, what your perspective is on this idea of partnership and where you're seeing some real success. It's a good question. Um, I think we, we've got some exciting opportunities and challenges that we're facing now and in, in the future. Um, for me, um, partnerships about recognizing that you need each other to succeed or to unlock the challenge, um, recognizing that by coming together, working together, 
you can unlock more value um, overcome the challenge than you might not be able to have otherwise if you'd if you'd worked on your own um, I think partnerships around being honest that you don't necessarily have all the answers and being open to the idea that um, your partner or the other party might actually have a great idea that you wouldn't otherwise have thought of. Um, I th my question is that, you know, are, are we really maximizing the potential of our existing supply chain and all it has to offer um, to help us overcome these challenges and meet these opportunities? And uh, the 2020 collaboration survey suggests perhaps not um, and that we're leaving value on the table. Yeah, it's really helpful. And Craig made a, a point earlier about to achieve partnership, then we need to move beyond traditional methods of working together. And so um, that's going to require a, a culture shift. And I suppose, uh, Katie, I'm, I'm curious, how, how far are we from, from that reality are we? Is there, is there a huge journey to walk here or are we close in what you see? Oh, good question. Um, we definitely have a journey ahead of us. I think what's really exciting is that um, there is an enormous amount, there's a groundswell of support, in fact, for, uh, for the opportunity that we have if we can successfully drive a shift in mindset. Um, it's really at the heart of um, our focus at OG UK. Uh, and that's driven by uh, you know what what we're hearing from our members. We're seeing some examples, some really exciting examples of true partnership. And what we need to do is really shine a light on those so that we can inspire others to try a different way of working. So, so talking about shining a light on examples, Craig, I'm, I'm curious to see um, how Wood has tackled this. You, there's been some real progress made and, and, and how have we seen this traditional uh, client supplier relationship work in, in reality? How did the transition, how, how have we seen that? I talked earlier about three key requirements, commitment, accountability and trust. Uh, and, and maybe just elaborating a bit on those. The commitment piece, and, and Katie touched on this, change is difficult, culture change is even more so. And that really needs both parties being clear on the need, as I said, and then the opportunity, and then committing to fully to create and subsequently realize a joint vision. Uh, that then brings accountability. Effective partnerships require all stakeholders to deliver their part. So being clear on those accountabilities, sharing both risk and reward effectively, which we've not always done, creates a far more efficient delivery model, really unconstrained by the way we've always done things, which is a frustration for me and I know many of the organisations across the industry. And then perhaps the most difficult one is trust, um, because in the early stages of progress in these new models and new ways of working, success may not always be as clearly defined as it was before and in some instances we might not get it right first time and if we fail we fail fast but we learn fast and new possibilities and greater value will be created yeah very very helpful 
Um, Katie, this this issue of trust feels to me to be really critical. Have have you seen progress in that respect, and 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 how do you begin to build that trust? Um, yes, we are seeing progress. I think building trust. Um, it, I think it starts at getting the basics right, to be honest. Um, one of the things we're focusing on at OG UK is driving uh, greater support for our supply chain principles. And they set out um, really at the highest level what good looks like in terms of doing business in the UK. And I think it's around showing that uh, this, there's, that companies will walk the walk. Um, so our focus this year is around not just talking about the fact that your company supports the, the supply chain principles, but demonstrating that in practice. Um, to give some good examples um, of what the supply chain princi principles are about, so there are 10 of them. One of them, for example, basic business practice around paying your invoices on time. Um, Craig touched on uh, fair sharing of risk and cost. Again, you know that, that builds trust if you can get to a place where there is fair apportionment of risk and cost, and that's one of the supply chain principles. And then there's that piece around being open to innovative ideas. Uh, and that's another of the uh, the supply chain principles that, that I would call out. Um, so hopefully that, that gives you a good idea of, of how we see at a basin level. Um, uh, there's a, a tool there to help companies um, follow good practice and start to, to build that trust with their, um, with their suppliers. I think some some great points for Katie there. I would maybe just add, trust really starts with having an aligned value proposition. I.e., what we're trying to create really does create shared value. Uh, then have key stakeholders at various levels within each respective organisation who get it and who fully support to overcome the initial resistance you'll get through any change. I think that's fundamentally important to ensure that we stay on track. Yeah, absolutely. So just picking up on this idea of a shared sense of purpose and a shared sense of vision and values, um, there, of course, have been um, really significant challenges over the, the past uh, year as we consider the global pandemic and everything that's caused. And also, um, as we look forward towards uh, the need for um, driving decarbonization and net zero. Uh, surely both of these topics have helped to galvanize a sense of partnership and collaboration across the industry. Katie, is that, is that what you're seeing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think one of the really fantastic things that came out of um, uh, the silver linings that came out of the triple whammy um, that we faced last year, the, the combination of COVID and the, the, the tumbling commodity prices really saw industry coming together really quickly to overcome the, the significant challenges that we faced. Um, and, and I think really highlighted um, how industry can really work together collaboratively. Um, I think unfortunately at the same time, we also saw as companies were struggling, wrestling with the, um, the cost challenges that they were facing with some companies referred, uh, reverted to um, old uh, bad practices 
um, whilst others really worked um, together openly um, in true partnership with, with their contractors, with their um, extended supply chain to overcome those challenges. So um, we almost saw sort of enhanced good practice in, 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 in some areas. Um, and that's what we really need to shine, to shine a light on um, to, to really set the foundation for, for how we need to, to move forwards. Craig, does that echo the experience that you've had over the past year or so? Yeah, absolutely. As Katie touched upon, when we unlock the full capability of, of multi-organisations, we do then create solutions that couldn't have been created individually by either party. For example, for one of our clients in the UK, we're not only working with their teams, we're working with technology partners, we're working with the Wood Global teams, and we're also working with organisations that we would perhaps traditionally view as competitors, all with the, the aim and the desire to deliver increased value. And being outcome focused like that and creating a delivery and contract model that supports this creates complete alignment of ambition and really maximises incentivization and subsequent value for both parties. And even more importantly, this creates a culture and an experience that, quite frankly, people want to be part of. They want to be part of something that's exciting, that's new, and, and is going to be a feature of the future. And Colin, if I can just pick up on that, I think, um, you know, in a super mature basin like ours, um, we, we have seen uh, commoditization of of the supply chain and that that's not exciting you know the the, the sort of um partnership um that that craig's been describing you know making the most of our existing supply chain um we we need to work in a in in a very different way um to to unlock that innovation to create that opportunity our ambition is to um is, is to be a world leader in net zero um, is for, and for our existing supply chain to be the driving force of technology and innovation um, to, to meet that net zero challenge. Um, so I think that, you know, the opportunity is, is ours for, for the taking. If we look on, we can see that many of the IOCs, the international oil companies in particular, are making a really significant transition to becoming integrated energy companies. And Katie, as they do that, there's a shift of focus. There's obviously been a consolidation of um, the scale of the businesses for many of these folks. How critical is it that they allow the supply chain in to fill in some of those gaps that have been created and to help them walk that journey of transition? I think that um, the extent to which uh, companies uh, create opportunity, um, open the door for supply chain to help them uh, meet their challenges, um, the opportunity that we create for um, our supply chain, our existing supply chain, uh, to be the driving force um, for for innovation, um, is really going to uh, play a big part in 
how quickly we can meet our uh, our ambitions, both in terms of um, maximizing the potential of our basin, um, meeting our own uh, energy needs in a low carbon way, uh, and also um, accelerating that opportunity for us to lead the way, both in terms of um, decarbonizing other industries, uh, but also uh, getting after the um, exciting opportunities around new low carbon energy sources like low carbon um, hydrogen. Very helpful. Um, Craig, anything to add on that? I guess the, the, the other, the add to that column would be, we need to be, we need to be more embracing as an industry. Uh, and what do I mean by that? We are rightly very proud of our heritage and evolution through uh, through decades of experience within our industry. But now more than ever, we need to be embracing of other technologies and other solutions that may have been incubated in part of other industries uh, and, and be much more curious to how we can work together to fast track and accelerate our way. Uh, towards that future state that, that has been well documented. So one of the real advantages in working in partnership is this idea of bringing together different perspectives and diversity of thought. Katie, how important is that in successful partnerships? I think it's absolutely essential. Um, at the end of the day, collaboration, partnership, it's about people, it's about teamwork. Um, I think creating um, an environment where true, diver true diversity of thought uh, is, is welcomed um, is, is really key to overcoming the difficult challenges that we face. Um, so that's creating opportunity for young professionals to come to the table with their fresh perspectives, with their new ideas, um, to ensure that we've got balance in gender on teams, but also thinking about, um, you know, diversity of background, um, whether it's ethnicity um, or, or other, um, I think is really going to be key both to overcoming our challenges and really showing that we are, our industry is, is a fantastic place uh, for people to, to come and work and to have a, have a long and, and thriving career. I think some great points. Katie, I think quite simply creating an inclusive environment where everyone feels that they can maximise their own potential and therefore the potential of the organisations that they work within will not only be a benefit, and I think it's very, very clear and well documented the benefit that, that diversity of thought brings, but it's absolutely essential if we are to unlock differentiated solutions to move our industry and evolve our industry towards that brighter future that we all aspire to. Very good. So there's a, there's a lot to play for, and there are clearly um, many challenges to overcome, and there is a, a significant change to drive as we, we move to this new innovative and agile way of working together. Katie, maybe just to wrap us up, if, if you could have one ask of the industry in the UKCS at the moment, what would that be? 
Um, I think it would be around uh, being open, uh, being open to new ideas and opening the doors to um, others uh, to listen to your challenges and to come uh, with their ideas. Um, that'd be my key ask. And, and Craig, Wood is clearly a, a leading supplier in, in the industry. What, what would your ask be uh, from that position of the supply chain? I think it would be, be brave, be curious, be committed, fail fast and learn fast in order to change the landscape and really fast track our evolution to an exciting future. So that brings us to the close of our first episode of the Power of Partnership series. Huge thanks to Craig and to Katie for joining me today and for offering some really helpful perspectives and examples of how we can use innovative and effective partnerships as a springboard for the future success of the energy sector in the UK. If you'd like to connect with today's guests or explore related insights, please visit us at woodplc.com forward slash podcast, where you can also subscribe and receive regular updates to our podcast channel. At Wood, our curiosity keeps us pushing, innovating, and making the impossible possible. Thank you for joining us on this journey and continue to stay safe.